right what's up what's up what's good my beautiful people it is your girl katie and i am back with another episode of the uncovered podcast i got my girl alex with me say hey girl hi what's up what's up what's good how you feeling i feel great I'm feeling good. I'm feeling how I look. And I am just happy to be back for another episode. It's been a little minute and I'm back and I'm better. It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you, left you without a dope pod to step to, step to, (laughs) step to, ride to. (laughs) For real, because it's been a little minute and, you know, you got to take a little hiatus and now I'm back and I'm better. So it's all good. Feeling good looking good all of the above i hope whoever's listening to this is feeling good and ready to take on the new year yes it is this is about to be the new year you got anything that you you know looking forward to in the new year looking forward to these new movies okay okay new movies actor this is the actress right here i'm trying to be like on another level like she is get some scenes, acting roles in these streets in the scenes <laughs> right speaking of scenes let, you know what really let's just kind of break down this last recent video that we just see <laughs> <laughs> before we even get into the topic i would definitely love to talk about this scene because this is something that a lot of women probably face often a lot of you know men probably face often is and it's like this million dollar question on when it is correct to date especially if you are broke or you really can't afford to be dating honestly i don't think anybody should be really dating if you can't afford it but she played a role and she did a scene where she was on a date with a guy. <laughs> why don't you why don't you preface it and, and give us the premise of exactly what was going on? Well, you know, we had a we had a different opinion with the whole scenario. But it was where um I did a dining a dinner date with a guy I met off a dating app, which we can talk about dating apps too. <laughs> yes, we can. But um did a date with a guy off the dating app. And basically, I had my friend there at the uh, restaurant just to kind of come along for safety precautions. And um, he, she pulled up a chair to the table, basically ordered her food, and with the expectation that he is paying for both of our tabs. And what he do? He gets up, so I got to go to the bathroom, leaves his wallet <laughs> in the bathroom on accident, and then leaves. Because he's like, yeah, I'm not paying for both of them. She's crazy. I don't even know her, and I don't know your friend. So... Okay, wait. So let's dissect this because I don't see nothing wrong with having your friend come with you on a date, you know, like, I mean, not be with you like at the table, but, you know, kind of side out from the angle, like mm-hmm. on some peeping, you know, like just kind of peeping the scene right. type stuff kinda make sure that from a not distance a or, you know, seeing things that I don't see. And that's understandable, right? Especially if you meet them on a date nap, because it's kind of hard to. Trust right. people nowadays, they're very just... Crazy and weird. Exactly. And have bad intentions. Right. But it was the pulling up to the table and sitting down and ordering food for me. <laughs> I just... I guess because I wouldn't do that specifically and be like, okay, yeah, man, you about to pay for my food. I, mean, I wouldn't expect somebody to do that. Yeah, I mean, I, I technically wouldn't bring nobody on a date with me. I'll let you know where I'm at. So, And I'll let my grandma know where I'm at so you can know where I'm at. But I wouldn't have my friend with me. However, if my friend decided to pull up, 
or whatever the case. Like, I just don't see why he wouldn't cover the tab. He paying for both of us. Like, why wouldn't he cover the tab? I get that. And it's like, okay, if you a man's man, if you bet that life, like, why not? You, you can afford it. Cool. But technically, he don't have to commit to paying this other one. He don't tab. have to, but the genuine gesture would be nice. I mean, it would be nice. And that'll, that'll, that'll speak a lot about you. That'll let me know. Like, I feel like a person who does that will, he got you. He makes sure you're straight. He makes sure you and That's the people That's true, straight. but especially if y'all are just meeting, I feel like it's a different dynamic to it. And also, it's like, yes, it would be nice, but nice, but I know we were talking about like it being an expectation mm-hmm. that he was to pay for it. And I don't know, maybe it's because of my independency that I think this way, but I just wouldn't assume that somebody's going to pay for my food if um, it's not like me on a date. And even if I'm going on a date, I don't just automatically assume sometimes because let's be honest, these men out right. nowadays be themselves. trying to go Dutch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm at, I'm, I'm at all times prepared to pay for my meal. I'm even at all times prepared to just pay for it, you know, like, cause I, I actually went on a date recently where, well, not recently, but a couple months ago where the guy waited till we got to the restaurant to tell me, oh, I left my wallet at home. But because, and I feel like it's the same way for a man too, because I, I, a man has said to me before, uh, I'm going to go ahead and pay for y'all meal because I don't want you to think that I'm just an ancient ass nigga, you know? So when I when he did that, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and cover the tab because I got it. You know, like I got it. It's not an issue. Like, yeah, you left your wallet at home and I'm letting you know I catch your drift because you did that on purpose. You're a man. What man leaves the house without Yeah, that's that, that to me, that's shysty. Like, and then at that point, what low though, level? at that moment, I was like, it's up to me if I want to go out on another date, another date with you or not. But at this point, I peep who you are and do I want to go out again with you? No. Right. I don't even care to I'm not doing it. your uh, payment for a date for the next time. No. Like, I'm not going to go with I'm you. I'm not doing it. If you do something like that where you just like, oh, you left your wallet. Bro, you should have been super prepared. Exactly. Because one thing you need to do is be prepared mm-hmm. when you're going on a date. And make sure you have all your T's crossed and all your I's dotted. Whether you're paying for your own meal and I pay for mine. Yeah. But you need to, as a, I just feel like as a man, come on now, why are you leaving the house without your wallet? No, you know what you're doing. You yeah, wanted a no. free meal. Mm-mm. And in the same token with a man, if he's going ahead and pay for the tab because he got this ego thing, like, okay, well, I don't want you to think I'm this ancient ass nigga, so I'm going to pay for everything. It's on him if he want to take me out again. Yeah. And, and that's to. true. I mean, and that is appreciated if you are going to willingly take up the tab because you don't want to be portrayed as like this less than guy. Mm-hmm. But I guess the question is, are they seen as less than if they don't choose to pick up the tab for everybody? If they pick no, up the tab for just you, are they less seen, than? No, they don't, they don't seem less than, but it does kind of alter in a sense. You know, so if you pay for the tab, I'm looking at you. Okay, in my mind, you'll take care of your family. You'll take care of me and my friends. You'll make sure we all good. But if you don't do it, then it just it just automatically throws you off of that. Like, no, you won't take care of my people. You I mean, but I feel like it's levels to it, though. It's levels to, you know, taking care of somebody. It's levels to the amount of money you're going to spend on somebody on the first date versus the sixth date. It's levels to me meeting your family members or your friends and knowing the dynamic of what y'all are versus like okay this is my first time meeting this person i don't really know like is this really your best friend your your cousin like your ride or die or is this just somebody like okay she's just kind of along for the ride because of the uncertainty well if it's levels when it comes to the financial aspect then don't take me to this fancy restaurant because if this is our first date 
and we've been communicating, you like me enough that you want to treat me to this fancy day because you see how I treat myself. No, I agree. So that's what I'm saying. So if it's so much about the financial thing, then don't take me to this fancy. No, not the financial thing. The third party thing. No, not the third. My not the financial thing because you should not be dating if you can't afford to take me out to the places that I would either take myself or that you would go individually without me. Right. You should be able to afford both of us, and if you cannot, then what are we doing? Right. So, I'm just saying, like, the third-party dynamic. That's what I'm saying. So, with the third-party dynamic thing, like, again, I'll look at you as if you are this family-oriented man, like, you're going to cover the tab. But when you don't do it, I'm not going to instantly look at you like that. Like he's a family dynamic person? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to instantly look at him like that. It's going to take a several more days or other days for me to feel like well, maybe he will take care of me and my people. I mean, and I think it takes a couple of days to actually see if somebody's actually family-oriented. You can't really get that from just one date. Or just me and you being out and you taking care of the tab or us just having a conversation. I think it takes more than just one interaction to kind of get an idea of that. Yeah, with different type of men. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, it was definitely an entertaining (laughs) video. Uh, check her out. Where, where, what is it's it on? It's definitely on Big Chronicles on YouTube. Big Chronicles. And it's called Man Dines and Dashes or Man Leaves Girl on Date or something like that. And they were going in on her on the comments. <laughs> y'all going in on the comments, y'all. Because I done got text messages talking about, yo, they calling you a skank, a gold digger, you ratchet. <laughs> yes. He done text me Because you got to see the video. It's hilarious how she ended up doing this, man. Because he ended up leaving. He leave his wallet in the bathroom. The waiter find the wallet. The wallet. Bring it back to her at the at the uh, table. Because he was already rude to the waiter. Yeah, he was. Rude he was rude waiter. now. You got to understand, you're going to reap what you sow if you out here just exactly. being ruthless and rude. <laughs> to people who are actually like bringing you your food because they can do anything to your food your water anything look he brought that wallet out there to her and her friend <laughs> and, and they ran up a check a nice <laughs> and well, then tipped on his car <laughs> bro that's funny as hell mm-hmm. yeah that's hilarious oh my god um but, but yeah them comments up I bet they I'm, are. I'm the bad person here. <laughs> I mean, you were made to look out. You were made to look like the villain in exactly. this scenario. Because at first, I was like, "Why would you do that?" But you know what? In the same time, let me just throw this in here. If we go into the club, and I know the promoter guy, and he let me in for free, am I? Is it wrong because my friend can't get in for free with me? Shouldn't I have? Shouldn't I look out for my friends? Shouldn't he look out for me and my friends? Um, cause it ain't. It, I just don't think it's fair or it's right that oh yes, yeah, let her. That's in, not a date. It don't matter. That's him. It does matter. The dynamics of the situation matters all no, the time. It because you yes, still got to pay to get in the club. I mean, I get it, but if I'm with you and in the person at the door is letting you in, they don't necessarily have to let me in. Now, is they looking out? Yeah, but it's not a date where you like. He's paying your way. He's just letting you in. Okay, because so, he has okay, the access. So, Say we're going to move with a little step further. I'm going to say this and cut it short. But, because I mean, even at the club, I feel like if I know the promoter guy, because he going to charge. He do, he, he want to charge me, but because he cool with me, he going to let me in. He really want to charge y'all ass. But because y'all cool with me and I'm telling him, now these are my people, either either you they all coming in with me or I ain't coming in at all. Now he like, damn it, let me go ahead and let them in. Okay, so we get in. He buy me a drink. I'm expecting him to buy y'all a drink too. Really? Yes. Why? Or at least cover the drink. Because if we at a table or something and he got a bottle 
and his friends is there or whatever, I feel like we all should be able to still get a drink. I mean, I don't mind benefiting from that. Let's be clear. Right. If I'm with you and this nigga like, okay, yeah, let me buy a drink for everybody. I'm not going to turn it down. Because but, I feel like it's looking out for me and my people. I feel you, but for you... I mean, I, I just wouldn't think that. I wouldn't think, like, okay, you got us in. Now you got to buy drinks for all my people. Like, okay. you already got them in. But even if y'all don't get in. Like, I feel like if you're going to take care of us, take care of us the whole way. I feel you. I do. Like, I take feel care of you. My people. But, no, I feel you. I really do. My my mind just works differently and expectations for people. Because people, when you have high expectations for people, they let you down. And so I guess I've just kind of... Um, adjusted my expectations for um, a certain level mm-hmm. of people and it's like if you do great if you don't like it's fine like it doesn't really matter right. because no, I wouldn't be disappointed though like I wouldn't be sad or upset or, dis- or pissed or anything like that it wouldn't change or alter my mood but I'd be like okay well you, you ain't gonna just you ain't got us then and I ain't got you <laughs> I feel you at that point cause I mean where where is the the give or take in that point like as far as okay i'm gonna do this and then at the end of the day their ultimate goal is to make money as a promoter or something like that so it is what it is um so let's get into the juicy topic yeah so we can get into it because we were talking a lot about you know expectations and standards and holding people to a certain level and all of that impacts each and every one of those things. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like men nowadays feel... Well, what I've been hearing is that somehow men think that women have a low standard. Or they think that the standard is too high, the expectation is too high. So I want to know if you feel like women in general have either too low of an expectation on men or a high, too high of an expectation. Mm, I'm going to say I feel like it's the caliber of a man that they're looking for. Because if you're looking for this uh, entrepreneur man or this man who's successful and, you know, has goals and ambition for himself, you know, the same that aligns with you, then your expectations should be set high. It should not be set low. But then you got people, you got women who do want that type of man, but they're not that type of woman. Right. And then their expectations will then be set low. And then they don't even know how to handle this man because it's more than what they can even take. It's more than what, they even, what they're even giving themselves. But um, I do feel like it's the caliber of a person, of the man that they're looking for. Um, I feel like men will say a woman's expectation is too high is because they've been conditioned and accustomed to these women with low expectations, little to nothing. They accept the bare minimum. So then when they get with a woman who they once wanted at one point in time, but been getting 20, the ratio 20 to 1, they've been getting 20 women with low expectations. They get with a woman with high expectations. They're like, oh, I wanted this 10 years ago, but I've been getting this. I shouldn't really have to do this, that, and the third because this is what I've been getting by with. So now they're like, your expectation's too high. No, it's not. you just been dealing with them and that. And that's where I'm with it. That's where I'm at with it. It's like when you are so used to a such a low level of vibration or, um, you know, mentality where it's not really challenging you to be better and you're not challenging yourself to be better, then you get accustomed to this low, dense expectation that 
makes you feel like anybody who's asking for anything more than that mm-hmm. is asking for too, too much. much. And it's literally not too much. And it seems like the weight that men place on communication is making it seem as though women are nagging or they are um, basically having to beg for the basic necessities of communication. Just be quiet. Just don't talk. Well, they just want to avoid. Exactly. When it comes down to it, men just want to avoid effectively communicating being vulnerable because they want to use the cop out that you know women shut them down or all this foolishness about masculine energy and it's like well women wouldn't have to be utilizing or replacing this energy with this replacement if men would just step up to the place like they're supposed to be yeah do your job if you if you're gonna say you're a man then you need to walk in those shoes you need to walk in those responsibilities and those duties that way you can get the energy reciprocated in return. But you can't sit here and say you're a man and you ain't doing that. I mean, but the thing is, women naturally exert more energy into a relationship than men do. Right. And it seemed like they're always complaining about not having a safe place to communicate effectively without assuming that a woman is going to go haywire on them. But... That depends on the type of woman that you're dealing with. Because there are women out here who are insecure, who are not Mm -hmm. mentally stable, and who are incapable of having a uncomfortable conversation without, you know, just having And then they damage calmness. They can damage men, and they can damage good men mentally. Because then, and really, like, for a woman, I feel like we can get hurt, and we can... Heal. We can go through that shit and heal through that shit. And we we can come back up and love again. A man, all it takes is that one time for him to get hurt. And he like, nope, I ain't trusting nobody because of this one time. And it's like, that was years ago. And it was, it was a long time ago. It's just a cop-out to me. It's such a cop-out because I don't understand. And I guess it's just because I'm able to um, put a clear distinction between this past and this future where I don't have to punish my future for my past. But we're women as well. I mean, right, but there are women who do that as well. Well, yeah. And then, yeah, men, they, they want to claim how women are so emotional. Men are just as emotional. Yeah. They, they just try, try to, to hide, hide it. it. Yeah, they try to they just, hide They just try to hold it back. That does not mean that they're any less emotional. That yeah. just means that they avoid. Like, the crazy the part about it is that we understand that they're trying to hide. And I always tell, like, CJ, I'll be like, you know, men, they really do be scared of things. You know, they really do be scared, but they have to put on this tough guy act and this tough guy image because they're having to uphold the standard or whatever it is that a man is supposed to be. But they really do be scared. And it's like, you can let them know that I know you're really scared. Like, I know you're really afraid or I know you have fears and, you know, this, that, and the third. And I know you're afraid, but they don't even want to admit that when they can it should, right. It should be, but they have this, yeah, this image that they have uh, have to uphold. This idea that they have to be this macho man from birth, where all their uncles and 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 men friends and homeboys are encouraging them to just be heartless and mm-hmm. all this foolishness, and then it only, you know, works to their detriment once they get out here in a real real world and they're incapable of communicating. Right. Incapable of having effective communication. Y'all ready? I'm sorry. Right. I feel like it's um, I feel like it's, it it comes from you know how you were raised, and I feel like it also comes from 
you know, people that you, your peers, experiences. Mm-hmm. Because, <laughs> because, um, just like example, my grandma raised me to be independent. You know what I'm saying? So, for the past 11 years, going on 12 years, I've been very independent. So, I'm, I'm so headstrong. So, when the man come in, it's like, me personally, I feel like I need a man. But when a man come in, they they feel like I don't need them. Regardless how many times I verbally say I need them. They're like, no, you don't. You got everything. Like, you, you got it. You're a headstrong woman. You know? And... Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like um, they'll deal with, you know, a woman who don't require much. You know what I'm saying? And, like, and keep in mind, again, they did once want this type of woman. But because they've been getting little stuff and don't have to do much, they've been accustomed to it for that. That woman right there messed them up, too. Exactly. And so as soon as, like, a, a real mature woman, a woman who sets her boundaries a woman Mm -hmm. who sets her limits and her standards comes into place and she has a certain bullshit meter that she just ain't rocking with then oh you doing too much or are you in your masculine energy exactly whatever and then you got these low down wretched ass bitches (laughs) that they ain't shit but they want you to be this man but what are you giving what are you doing why do you want this man to be this huge provider and pay all these bills? Why you want the, why you want this man to be the man that he would be to this other woman who way bossed up to you, who got way more going on in life than you? He for her, not for you. <laughs> do women have too low expectations of men or too high of an expectation of men? And just like the general understanding of women, what do you think? I feel like typically women's expectations are too low. We should absolutely expect more from these niggas. Because so many times you get told like, well, at least he blah, blah, blah. Or at least he blah, blah, blah. And it'd be like, that shit ain't enough. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you want somebody who is meets a certain criteria, but just because he don't beat on you, like, he's a stand-up guy. Or just because he don't cheat on you, he's a stand-up guy. Like, that should be both top of the list of shit you shouldn't do but because that nigga standardly doesn't do that he's automatically top tier like hell no like no i feel like we we set the bar very low just because women naturally want somebody to like be with like we we seek out because i mean we're taught as a young age to seek out a husband and like the provider and you know you don't want to be by yourself all the time women get some grandbabies and all this stuff whereas men are naturally told like that they're gonna be breaking hearts and like they're gonna be out here you know so like that like women you know if we can find somebody who has a like mind say one thing we have the same job now all of a sudden he's the gold mine because they'll have the same job what no like did you you know what this nigga's about like it seems like he don't really like you (laughs) like you know stuff like that like those type of things i feel like we really set the bar very low for ourselves and then we make excuses and excuses. Well, well, he does this and he does that and blah, blah. And it's like, but that nigga don't even like you. Like, you know, he don't even respect you. He don't even, you know, take you on dates, you know. But just because he can either break bread or break pipe. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we Girl, supposed to be okay. smitten with this nigga. Like, no. I think that's what gets a lot of women, um, what is it, digmatized and incapable of seeing what the reality of it is you know one of my other favorite things to say is 
when, so, when someone shows you who they are, believe your eyes. And it's so many times we as women, we try to imagine the potential of a man, right? We fall in love with the potential or of them and what they could do. Or we fall in love with their first impression because that's what they typically try to give, a first right. impression. Right, this false and reality of who they are. <laughs> and then it wears off because it's not who they really are. And then that's the problem, right? And then after that, it's kind of like a crackhead when they get high. It's like a woman is steady chasing after that feeling that they've had mm-hmm. before, right? And holding on to that. And then holding Extended on to that idea. That. Like, okay, well, I know that you were able to do it at one point. I know that, you know, you have the ability to do it because we all should have the ability to do it eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, but when somebody shows you exactly what it is, like, why don't you accept that for what it is like falling i mean stay in love based off what they show you not off the desire that you have for them to show you and that's what becomes very difficult and that is literally the problem that a lot of women face nowadays is just accepting that being comfortable like you may have like a not shit ass nigga but like the not knowing what you may find out there and why you won't like seek out better that keeps women in these crazy stupid situations too because they be like I can go get I can leave you but they'll get somebody who do me a lot worse right exactly like like, yeah you don't hit me you don't pay for shit you take all my money but you don't hit me and then I go get another nigga he fuck around hit me like but he got he can break bread you know what I'm saying like it's just why you trade off and I know those are like extremes sorry but like yeah you know what I'm saying? Like, you just, you never, the, the not knowing what you're going to get if you lead this nigga. And it's like, can you accept his flaws? That's that's an interesting thing. Because, like, are, is he willing to improve? Does he want to? Or is he going right. to keep being the same nigga just because, oh, I was, I was built like this. I was born like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's this is my mama. My mama accept me for who I am and all I this see. bullshit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Do you accept him for those flaws because he's trying to better himself? You wait for him to be better? Or do you move on somebody else who could be worse in areas that he was great in? And now you're like, damn, I, mean, I gotta stay or, with the last nigga. Or you could get something better. You know, you could, but it's the luck of the draw, honestly. Right. Especially in 2021. That's the kind of transition in my mind, like, it's not the end of the world. Like, you keep giving me what I don't like. You know, you keep doing what I don't want. And, mm-hmm. yeah, I have hope, but I'm not getting what I need from you. Mm-hmm. And I'm explaining to you over and over again that you are not who you were at the beginning. So, either you're going to be who, be that person, because I feel you have the capability to be this person, or you're we're, we're not going to be together. Because it's not the end of the world, and you're not the only person here. You know, it's other people here. Yeah, I may get worse. Yeah, I may get better, but I won't know. Unless I leave and go find that and pray, <laughs> you know, pray for what I want and also pray for, uh, for me to be a better person, too, for that person. That's my take on it. <laughs> yeah, I think time has a lot of influence in how much we invest into a person. Time that we've already spent or time that we've already envisioned being with that person. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. that weighs heavy a lot of times on why women continue to try to make something work with something that is just a hard stop. And they're, or basically they're not even trying. There's no real effort. Mm-mm. Yep. They do the bare minimum, honestly. But there's always a question, it's like, what do you gain by staying, you know? And what do you lose by staying? That's true. What do you gain by leaving? What do you lose by leaving? 
that part because once you like have these other dynamics where things are crossed like your lives are so intertwined and you know kids are involved um so that means families are involved and intertwined and livelihoods are you know just kind of coerced together and you gotta try to figure it out yeah Mm. yeah your baby who's with your baby Mm-hmm. I think Solana were. Yeah. Um, ultimately, yeah, I do. I do agree that women have too low expectations, expectations for men because of the way men try to portray their abilities to. Like right. they're just here to provide. They're just here to protect. And then that's just what we're supposed to ex- accept from them. Right. We can't and you expect know what? more. When I know, and I know this is one of my things. I don't know if it's a trend with all women. But you know when like you meet a new guy, you have a tendency to talk about how like crappy the old guy was. And like what he didn't do or how and he you're was not supposed bullshit. To do that. And then, like, the new guy, he felt like because he's not doing what that bullshit, that bullshit that that nigga was doing, like, he can, mm-hmm. I ain't even doing you like that nigga. Like, I'm not doing, but right. you doing a whole new shit, you know what I'm saying? Right. Niggas feel like they got the crown on when they don't. Or, or they're they trying to avoid okay. not doing that, even though they know they have them, them tendencies, too. Right, exactly. Yeah. But as long as they're not doing that, because that you've already experienced, and that you'll kick him to the curb for quickly, because you've experienced exactly. that. Now he got to fuck you. You know, fuck you over with some new shit. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, but then is he being himself though? Right, exactly. Because if you did know this, you'd probably be giving me them saying that same bullshit. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, but that's another so reason why I don't really like because I mean, somebody had told me before, but that's another reason I don't talk about like past relationships with a new person because I don't really need, either. They don't need. To I mean, I think it's important though that you have some type of layout of what may have went wrong and because a lot of times I think it's important to know if you're able to accept accountability and whatever the problem was. I mean, not that you were the reason why y'all broke up, but also understanding like, okay, maybe it could have been ended sooner. Understanding, being able to basically understand or learn from what happened in that situation, in that circumstance, and be able to like, okay, this is what I learned from it. This is what I will and will not tolerate at this point moving forward. And this is why, because I've been right, down this lane before. So that's right. what I do. I lay out the boundaries. Mm-hmm. I don't specifically talk about what that person did because then they'll look at me like, oh, she accepted that. You know, or what I did. Oh, you would you would deal with stuff like that. You know, I don't want them to look at that, but I also don't want them to not be true to themselves and try to avoid being who they really are because they don't want to they don't want to remind me of what this last person did because right. they know this at this point. Yeah, no, I don't want to be with nobody who can't be like their authentic one hundred percent self. Regardless if they remind me of this last person, you need to be yourself. I don't want you to be an altered version of you, like the true you, the essence of who mm-hmm. you are, the That's person that I want to get. Like on an everyday basis, I need to know who that person right. is because you can't front with that person. Eventually, that person has to rear his ugly head, and if that is not somebody that we can deal with, then it's only gonna make the the issue of dealing with you worse and having to cut that, sever that tie. I mean, I get adjusting who you are based on, you know, going to work, right? You're not just going to be acting crazy when you're on your job and you doing, you right. handling your business, you being professional. Um, you are dealing with your child a different way than you deal with your significant other or you deal with your family member or you deal with your coworker. Like there's different adjustments that you have to make depending on who you are addressing. But if you can't be your, your authentic, authentic self, self, 
in a relationship? Right. What What do you have? But then, you know, one thing my dad said, too, though, because obviously he'd been with the same person for a while. He said you would never truly 100% know a person. Like, it's like you would never truly be 100%. Because, I mean, everybody has their own privacy. Everybody has their own secrets that they're not going to share. Everybody has their own privacy for a reason that they're not going to just be with you because it's considered privacy. True. I believe it. I had put a, what, what was that status up that I put on Facebook when it was like, um, you know, how can you expect honesty from people who lie to themselves? Because there are different levels of honesty. Like, you can't expect brutal, personal honesty with someone, like, on a first date versus getting to know them, building rapport, um, you know, building trust, getting comfortable. But then also, just like the show True Story, like, you never know what a person will really do if their back is against the wall, if, Mm -hmm. you know, you play with my family, you play with my kid, you play with me, anything goes. Right. Anything can happen. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think there's different levels to knowing a person and and triggers too. Yeah, really being able to accept or acknowledge what their triggers are and being able to pull away knowing or when to. Mm-hmm. yeah, knowing when to for sure. That's a key thing. Knowing when to pull away and being able to just identify like when you're being triggered. Right. Because that's a key right there. Oh, that's a key. Mm -hmm. Knowing when you're triggered. Because a lot of things trigger people differently. Right. And what may be big to you may not be big to the next person. Yeah. That's just period, though. It is. (laughs) Just in relationships, in life. Right. In ships. (laughs) All these ships. You just never know. You never really know. So, I mean, I guess I can agree that you never really just know a person 100%. You just know the different versions of a person. Right. What a person reveals to you. Because even, like, when I hear people say, or even, like, when we were talking the other day, and it's like, okay, get me out of character. It's like, really, I can be that person. Right. Like, that is another version of who I am. Mm -hmm. Like, don't play with me. Exactly. I just... You know, this is who I like to be better. I like right. to be I, I feel the nice person. I feel better. You have worked way. very hard to be the better person than that person. Yeah. And I feel good being this let, person. Like, this person is resting. They ain't dead. Right. Like, they will come back out on you. And it's very frustrating when somebody pulls that demon person out of you that you that was so effortless to pull out of you at first. Right. And now. provoking and pushing. Yeah, and because, pushing. like. Why? Why do you want to see that? Exactly. I'm giving you the blueprint of how not to see that, and you want to pull it out anyway. Like, right. that just don't make no sense at all. Exactly. Just, like, you know what it takes to not see this 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 ugly individual, but you pull it out anyway. Right. And it's not even, like, difficult. Like, it, you have to work hard to pull that shit out. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, you really do. Like, You're wait, really it's, crossing some boundaries. Right. Like, you done really did some soul searching. A lot of shit rolls off. Mm-hmm. Like... It's very hard. People can observe that it's very hard to get that person bothered. But you, you want to be the motherfucker to pull out the dragon. <laughs> you and you work hard to pull out that dragon. Right. It's, you just you going to get the flames. I'm sorry. Yeah. You worked hard. hard for the flames. I dare not disappoint the audience. Exactly. And you better not be surprised either when it happens. That's and what I'm saying. That's what be my question. Like, is it really not who we are? You know, because we... We think about it as in like, okay, I'm not trying to get out of character. I'm not trying to, you're not trying to go there, basically. But 
you have the ability to and it's like is it really not you but see that goes back to show like to you know knowing a person in all different seasons because even the nicest person has that side you know and even the nicest person may have not experienced trauma but when they do experience trauma they don't know how to deal with it know how to handle it they've never even felt that's true and now they're getting the chance to feel these emotions that's true you know so it's like knowing a person in all seasons because we all have that side just like we all have a dysfunctional person in our family we all have a person who's on drugs in our family you know it's 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 one of each you know your family like we all have a certain type of side it may not be as dark as another person's but we all have that side just like you know me, I can come off. People say, well, men that I date sound mean, but then other people, they look at me. Your son like, say you mean too. Well, obviously that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like people that, you know, I work with and people that, you know, um, we work hand in hand, they'll say, you know, she's a sweetheart. Like, she keeps me going. She, I, I love her. But then they'll be very surprised to see me on the news because I fought a kid at my son's school. <laughs> you know, they were like, I never, knew. you know, like, or you know, if I go to jail, I'm like, I would never think exactly. That. No, that is not she her. Would not hurt a fly. And that's how they be with. Meanwhile, she's scared fly. of flies. <laughs> oh my god, that's why she wouldn't hurt them. <laughs> but you know, that's, that goes back to how they, you know, say with a person that kills somebody, they'll be like, no, I don't believe that. Like he would never yep. do that, but he reached that point. Somebody, somebody pushed, pushed him. Somebody right. pushed him. Like you brought at that alter ego, and that's what I was gonna say. Men into like you metamorph into this other version of who you are and it's like this is a part of who I am because right. I am very comfortable with being this person <laughs> however I choose to I don't choose violence every time right I choose to be better I choose to be happy I choose to smile <laughs> but do not get it twisted but see and me I I'm very unhappy being that person so it exactly. really grinds my gears when somebody pushes me to that point. But it's still something that you're not allowed to blame the other person for because everybody is responsible for their for own actions, actions and how they respond to things. Exactly. So if I decide, it's still a decision. Right. Like whether they push and push and push and I resist the temptation to fucking chop your ass, you know what I'm saying? Like that's my decision. That's a whole decision of mine. Like, but it takes a lot, a lot of work for you to resist the temptation to revert back it takes a lot of work Mm -hmm. and you can either give in to that temptation and slap a bitch or you can rise above and be like i work too hard to not slap a bitch and i got shit to lose (laughs) and i got shit to lose i got you know when you got several jobs and you got children and you have you know your mortgage mortgage you know what i'm saying like all that stuff you have to lose like slapping a bitch is like wait a minute you know what i'm saying so like at this point yeah we stopping and thinking but, that's but it's one, the severity of the situation, too, though. I think that it's like, if you see, because you can see it way beforehand. Because if you've worked as hard as I have to, like, keep your composure, then you see it a mile away. Like, oh, I see this motherfucker is trying to push me there. Let me vacate, because I know that if I get there, I probably succumb to that temptation to slap a bitch. And I can't lose everything I have. So let me just stop the nigga right there. We ain't even gonna do that. Well, we I know for that. a fact I'm fighting a kid behind my son, and I will get saying, bailed out of jail. <laughs> I mean, but you, you're different. Like you're a business owner. Like you can't fire yourself. So like you're not gonna lose a job if you don't. Look, if you I go fight, I mean, it, it'll probably kid. look bad. <laughs> it's gonna definitely look bad. But, but I at will. the end of the day, like that's a decision that you 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 weigh in the options. Your options are different from my options. Different I from her know. options. I'm fighting the kid. 
I can't find a kid. See, I work with children. So if I find a child behind my child, I can't work with kids and then I can't work. You know what I'm saying? Look, I can't work with kids anymore ever again. Right, you know what I'm saying? So it's it's different for both of us. But you, everybody got to pick and choose where, you know, everybody know their threshold and you got to know when to cut it off before it gets to that threshold. And that's a decision that you yourself have to make. You can't blame the other person as much as we like to because we've done educated the people that we love and the people that who's supposed to love us. We've educated them, hey, this is my threshold. Not everybody's going to respect that and still keep right up on the threshold. And you have to have a uh, boundary before the threshold so that you don't lose it all. And so some people, you know, you can lose it. You can lose your shit and you won't lose it all. I lose my shit and I'll lose it all. So, like, you know, you have to know what your boundary is before your threshold because that threshold break. But you know, gone. people sometimes they take shit too far, and you gotta show. You have to look at people. People a lot of times take things too far. I disagree. I mean, you know, I, I agree. People because take no, it too people far, but you don't have to show nobody shit. No, because people will intentionally try to pull it out of you, and when they see that they're if that that's not working, they go too far, too far. They really do. So if they come and burn your house down, you got to show that. But, but <laughs> I, I'm yep. a very strong believer that you can see it far off. If you see somebody, like you have to build up enough wherewithal and like bandwidth to know like that somebody coming for your threshold like if they coming for it and you can see it like you gotta you gotta see and it's hard to see with some people especially the people that you hold so dear you wouldn't think that they would just come for your threshold you wouldn't think that they would push you to that point you wouldn't think after all the times i told you after all the things you know i've been through you would you wouldn't think that that person would come for your threshold but you can still see it from a mile off because you know that you communicate that with that person. So if you see them doing inkling of the stuff that you know that's triggering, you'd be like, sir, ma'am, why would you do that? Oh, man, you know, I just be playing. Okay. So you peeping game, up, uh, uh, you know, initially, but then you see they still like tit tatting like a little bit. Like it's 100% on you to cut that shit off before they get to your threshold because you see they coming for it. Like, y'all laugh all the time where I be like, okay. Like, all the time. Like, I, like, my boundary is way far. Like, I won't even let you touch the threshold. But obviously, there's some people in my life that can get right there to the threshold. But even them, I have to put a boundary before that threshold. Because I'm not going to lose it all. I work too fucking hard. I I really do. Like, I work really too hard to, to, let, to lose it all. So, like, the people who are close to me. The boundaries far off. The people who, you know, are not close to me, the boundaries way far off. So I can see it from my way. Let y'all ears that man. But there's like, but that's that's something that I worked on. It's not something I'm just gonna act like I'm just about that shit. Like, oh, ain't nobody gonna get to me. Like, no, no. Like I just, I, something I worked on for a long time. There's no stranger, like no church member, no family member that's gonna like be able to just trigger me and go from one zero to hundred. Hell no. They gonna have they gonna they gonna be driving a four cylinder. It's gonna take a while to get to that, the speed that they trying to get to. Cause I'm a peep game and I'm like, okay, like it's just not worth it to me. Cause I have like there's no pride in it to me because I I value everything that I have. Cause I work too fucking hard for it. So I'm not gonna lose it. I'm not. I'm just not gonna lose it. So I have to put those boundaries before the before the 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 floodgates bust open. Because you're right. There are people in this world who. You know, I've heard people, like, they see red. You see red? Like, whenever I used to see that, like, when I was working or whatever, people see red. Like, how can you hold somebody accountable for something that they did in rage? Because you cannot control yourself in rage. 
you cannot control yourself like if you're overly passionate about something like you know what i'm saying it's just literally red and then you like succumb from it and you like damn i done chopped this nigga head off like that's raised those are things that that's basically mental illness it like is. and people get off on that. Like they don't serve no time because it's rage. It's, it's literally see rage. Yeah, yeah. and that's like people get off on that because you have like this is their threshold and you was like mm, right and, on over you it. You didn't even know you did it, and that's what you I didn't mean. even know. That's what I mean by people go too far and then you end up reacting. That's why you can't know. try the wrong motherfucker because you don't know who been working on this up and who hasn't. You hear me? Because I work on myself, but I know I know if these kids jump my son, I'm tossing all of them against the brick wall. Listen, that's why you can't jump people because you don't know who coming for your ass after you, you don't jump that person. <laughs> you can't fuck with people in road rage because you don't know who you had know. a bad day. Exactly. Where they threshold is. Like, if somebody cut you off, breathe. Okay. I beg of all of you, just don't breathe. <laughs> don't beat. Don't cut nobody off again. Like, just breathe because you don't know where everybody's threshold mm-hmm. is. And it costs you, cost you even, your life. Yeah. And that's not right. And but again, you want to wake people, up tomorrow, right? <laughs> people and some people don't even have a thirst shot because they're just ignorant and they don't need to be in traffic anyway. That part. That's true. That's true. So like you may no like be shot. just driving and trying to get home because you heard something happened with your baby and you done cut somebody off. You don't even know it. Now you gun down. Like right. It's just it. It's hard to you know to avoid it, but at the same time, if you can. Like, just understand, just if everybody in this world would just be understanding to the fact that everybody has a threshold and everybody has barriers uh, that they put up to protect that threshold, some people don't. Some people worked on those barriers, some people don't, and they like, anytime, like, you can, you can crawl your eyes at them and you get a bullet between them. Like, honestly, like, it's terrible. But for those more sane people like ourselves, like, you, you understand or you've worked on certain things that allow you to, like, give people a lot of grace. But at the same time, don't let yourself be taken for granted. Like, mm-hmm. no, nah, you you know what yourself deserve, and you know like, hey, this threshold, and it's the bur- this the, this the barrier I put up. This is this is my my boundary. As soon as they cross that boundary, all right, gotta go, cause I'm not gonna lose it off of you. Period. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> You both looking like. <laughs> oh man. Oh wow, that was funny. Well, yeah. I mean, you, that just basically sums it up right there. I mean, it is. Yeah. Period. So. Are you sleepy? <laughs> I am. Are you sleeping? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I you did have to wake up early. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, super early. She took mom to airport like four. Oh, you did Yeah, but no, I really do think that sums it up pretty, pretty nicely in in regards to all of that. Just boundaries, understanding yourself, understanding your standards, understanding what you will and will not accept, and that's what it comes down to when it comes to whether or not you have low or high expectations. It's what's the word? It's subjective basically the ultimate important part of it is that we all together just need to have high expectations for men and so therefore they will have to step up to that plate and figure out a way to deliver instead of allowing the bar to be so low where all they got to do is just walk up to the plate and just hit a home run it's not okay we got to make them work for it and that's just that so yeah i think that that sums it up and that wraps it up for the night for episode 10 yeah, episode 10. I appreciate y'all coming on. Yeah, 10 already. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is 10. I wouldn't say already, but it's 10. It's a long time coming. Um, but yeah, y'all want to shout out y'all social media or anything like that? Nope. Okay, Alex, the diva. Let me just because Ronka don't care. I mean, I will tell y'all hers, but I'm going to just go ahead and speak for myself. Okay. <laughs> it's Authentic Diva on everything. Authentic Diva on all my social media handles. <laughs> I'm going to say that's the it's on, Authentic Diva on everything. <laughs> like, that's what I was Girl, Authentic no. Diva. Authentic Diva. That's the actress. Go check her out on Vid Chronicles. <laughs> we were oh. talking about her video earlier. Vid Chronicles. Oh, that's how we watched it? I didn't even yeah, know. I just know y'all pulled it up, and I was like, eh, eh, eh. Yeah. And up two upcoming movies coming out March and April. Yeah. Be mm. it for love is one of them. Y'all been seeing it. Okay. And go <laughs> leave a comment and talk about how ratchet she was for taking this man money, oh, okay? <laughs> Give it a third degree. <laughs> no, that's funny. But um, underscore cover girl on all my social medias. Of course, underscore, no, the Uncovered Podcast. Um, stay tuned. Appreciate you for tuning in. And we out. Bye. <laughs>